Welcome to the Trip Tales podcast with me, Kelsey Graves. Let's jump into a new episode exploring a vacation destination that you'll want all the details about. So I am joined by Nicole, who is one of my friends, and I know her, but we'll let um, her introduce herself to y'all as well. But thank you so much for joining me on episode one of Trip Tales. This is so exciting. Um, I'm going to start every episode with like a rapid fire get to know you so that listeners can get to know who they're listening to. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, your family, et cetera, what you do. Yes. Um, my name's Nicole. Like she said, um, my family and I, we live in Nashville, just kind of on the south side of Nashville. And we have been here, my husband and I have been in Nashville since 2006. I came a year before, but then he joined me and we haven't left. We've loved it. And we've grown a family here. We have three kids. Um, currently, they are 12, 9, and 6. I think ours line up very closely. Yeah, very similar. I have yeah. 11, 8, and 6. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's fun. We love to travel with them. Um, I will say, you know, it does get harder and more expensive with a family of five. Yes, family of five is seriously so tricky for travel just because of like, where are people sleeping? Do we Mm -hmm. have to do two rooms? Are we going to do a VRBO? Like it really, especially as they grow and their little bodies get bigger. It's like, you can't just like put them in a chair or something. Yeah, I will embarrassingly, I will say we shoved Easton in a pack and play much longer than we should. (laughs) He's like climbing out. Yeah, his little legs were like thin (laughs) up. And he's like, why do I have to keep sleeping in this? (laughs) Yes, it is. That is a challenging part of families of five. Yes, yes. So, um, we, we've only been going to Marco Island. We've only went twice, but, um, my family, my parents started going down there a few years ago and, um, my parents visit us quite a bit when we're in Nashville, when they live in Illinois, it's only like a three and a half hour drive. Um, so we miss them when they go to Florida. And so we like to try to go visit them once while they're down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and my kids love a beach. Like if they had their choice for every vacation, they would probably choose warm and a beach and a pool. Yes. Agree. They, they love So that. I'm just going to explain Marco Island in case anyone listening hasn't been or is unaware of like what it is. Um, so if you haven't been to Marco Island, Florida before, if you haven't heard of it, it's a barrier island in southwest Florida, just south of Naples. So mm-hmm. it's almost as far south as you can go on the Gulf side before you're getting into like the Everglades and all of that. Um, so like on a map, it's opposite of Miami, just on the other side of Florida. Um, so some of the benefits are that many months of the year it's warm because it's so far south. So if you're planning like a spring break or a fall break, you're not guaranteed, but you're almost guaranteed that you're going to get good weather because there's other parts of Florida that a lot of people will visit and they'll just still beautiful and lovely, but you don't necessarily get those like 75 degree temps if you don't go that far south. Um, And you talked about how you first learned about it, but when I first learned about Marco Island because my parents started to visit there, um, every year they'd visit Florida somewhere. Like it started in Siesta Key, Sarasota, because that's where my grandparents... Um, my dad's parents had a place. And so we'd always go there growing up. So they continued to go there. And then they kind of just started like making their way farther south, kind of visiting different towns, renting for like a month or kind of like you said, a few months um, Mm -hmm. as they got older. And then they just kind of like landed in Marco Island. And so we started visiting them there as well. And we all fell in love with it, just like the beauty of it and how warm it is and how it's still a little bit, it's not like one of the most popular destinations. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that how you initially learned about it as well? Like your parents kind of set up shop and y'all were like, we're going to come see you. Yes. Yes. I had never visited um, that area, probably like south of Fort Myers. My uh, Similar story, my dad's parents um, had a very small place when I was growing up in Clearwater Beach, Florida. So that's where we would tend to go. So I knew that area pretty well. Um, 
And as a family, we've done Miami a few times for the exact reasons you just mentioned. The, you know, in February, I want to be able to like get in a bathing suit and be warm. Yes. And a lot of times in the, you know, upper north part of Florida, that doesn't always happen for like later fall break or even spring break or definitely during like Christmas, Christmas type time. Um, so yes, when my parents found that place down there, that was the first time that we went to visit. Nice. So let's talk about getting to Marco Island. Um, it's a bit of a drive for most people just because it is so far South. Mm -hmm. So did you guys drive or fly? We flew both times. Yeah. And what airport do you fly into? We flew into Fort Myers. Yes. Um, That's what we do the same. Um, Fort Myers is great because it's definitely like the closest one to get down to Marco because Marco's pretty far south. You still have like a 45-minute to an hour drive once you land at Fort Myers. But once, just a little tip for you or for anybody listening, one time we flew into Punta Gorda, which has a very small Allegiant Mm -hmm. Airlines airport. Um, so Allegiant and also Sun Country, which I guess is mostly only out of Minneapolis, but that's like a super affordable option. It's literally insane. I just looked up flights, um, before this podcast, Nashville to Punta Gorda, they're $42. Wow. Um, But it's one of those airlines like Allegiant, Frontier, Spirit, where you just, you don't, you know, it's so no frills and I don't really care about the no frills. We did it and it was so cheap and it's like, if you're traveling with three kids, I'm like, I don't really care. Get us in a seat and get us to Florida. Mm -hmm. But there's only like three, there's one flight a day and only on three days of the week. So if they cancel that for any reason, you are not going for like two more days. And when we went, when we flew Allegiant, they just like the day before changed our flight by 12 hours. So instead of it being at 6 p.m., it was going to be at 6 a.m., which is like an entirely different thing. Like you're not going to school or work. And it like, I'm like, if you missed that email or that text, you like are totally screwed. So just saying all that to say there is another, I mean, you can fly into many airports and just make the drive, but Punta Gorda is still close-ish um, and extremely cheap if you're feeling like, okay, rolling the dice and going budget-friendly, but yeah, hopefully they take off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love having all, you know, op- options like that. We. Yeah. We have a Southwest card that basically, yeah, that we use for almost everything. Um, And so typically we have the points, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we don't take more than two or three trips, you know, flying trips a year, then we typically have the points to get most of our ticket. Yeah. We've been Um, starting to do that too. And it's so helpful. And living in Nashville, we have so many Southwest options that it is like such a great credit card to have. Yeah, I looked just right before I got back on here just to see like and and there were like probably 10 different flights yeah. to Fort Myers and like at least two if not maybe three nonstop mm-hmm. options um which I, you know if we book enough ahead I feel like the price and point difference is usually not that significant to right. do the nonstop Yes. Oh, yeah. We are like big on nonstop. Sometimes you just don't have a choice, but with five people, it's getting easier as the kids are getting older. When they were little and there was like strollers and all that kind of stuff and diaper bags, I was like nonstop was like non-negotiable. Now sometimes if it's needed, because some destinations you just really can't go nonstop, but man, then you're really like rolling the dice. You have to get two planes to not be delayed or canceled or whatnot. So Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So once you get there, then do your parents pick you up? Do you guys rent a car? Like how do you get down to Naples mm-hmm. and Marco Island? Both times we've rented a vehicle and we usually just do it also through the Southwest app. Like when we're booking the flight, um, not this, not to, um, Fort Myers. The last time we did travel though, we did use Turo. I've um, used that once before I, too. Okay. And we actually really liked it and had a great experience. So so let's tell people in case they haven't done it. So this yes. is like this cool new app. At first I was like, this feels sketchy, but we'll both talk about our experiences. And you download the app and then you basically um, look for a car and it is people's own cars that they just have, if they have an extra car at their house 
they will leave it somewhere for you. Sometimes they even leave a key in like a little box, you know, like under the car or whatever, like a magnetic box. And then you're just driving someone else's car for a week and then you return it back to the airport or whatever. And we also did it once, had a great time. It was cheaper because rental car companies are like crazy right now. They're really expensive. They're all kind of like owned by the same company now. And I swear when you get to an airport, there is always so many lines and they're like, we don't have any cars. Just like a very confusing experience. So tell us how Turo went for you. Yes, we we booked it. We were actually on a trip to Boston this summer. And same thing. We were looking for rental cars and they just seemed really expensive. And one of our friends had done a trip to Boston and he was like, Boston is so walkable. Like, I don't think you need a car the whole time, um, which was true. And then so we just did it when we were leaving the city and we used Turo and it was great. I, I, the owner dropped off the car right at our hotel. So did you um, like speak to the owner that time? Yeah. Like, okay. My yeah, time it yeah. was like just sitting at an airport and I was like, yeah. okay, I guess this is our car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our guy, we met him out front of our hotel. He gave us the keys, gave us like a quick rundown of how the car, you know, like certain features of the car. I I will say we were able to get a much nicer vehicle because it was more affordable. Yeah. I don't know if it'll stay that way for long as it gets more popular, but. So is it uh, spelled T-U-R-O, right? Yeah. 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 Turo. Yeah. And they have an app and yeah. So. Awesome. But yes, for Fort Myers, we rented a car both times. Um, You know, occasionally in airports, we've had difficulty getting the rental car. I don't think in Fort Myers, it was a big deal. Yeah. They've Um, got like a huge rental car kind of area. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've been to some airports where then you had to take a shuttle to the rental car place. And that was not the case here. It was fairly easy. It didn't take too much additional time. Um, And it was nice because like you said, it is about an hour drive um, then down to Marco Island. And my parents' place is kind of southwest of Naples. And so it doesn't always make sense, like, for them to come, you know, like, I don't always want them to come get us. And where there's five of us. So yeah, they it's have- hard to fit everybody into one vehicle. Yeah. So. Um, we- I do think that a rental car is, it's not necessary on Marco Island, but it's definitely nice to have. Um, We have once taken a car service down to Marco Island. Um, The one we use, just in case anybody needs it, is BC Executive Service. Um, The guy who owns its name is Brian Cruz. And it's, I'll put this all in the show notes so y'all can like look at it later, but it's bcexecutiveservice.com. And he kind of picks you up in like a black Suburban, um, you know, there's water bottles and air conditioning. We've also on many trips just booked an Uber, you know, an Uber XL that will fit the family or whatever easily in all of our luggage. And we, yeah. we've always had a totally fine time doing that as well. So I guess that, you know, the, the car service is a little bit more expensive. You just kind of know what you're getting. They're waiting for you when you get there. You know, they know when your flight's landing, it's a little bit more professional. So there's a lot of different options, but I do feel like, I mean, like where we're going to talk about the Hilton where you stayed is pretty accessible to a lot of stuff. So you don't, if you don't want to spend the money on a rental car or a car service, you definitely could Uber and still have a great four day, five day, six day trip without, and you can Uber on the Island. So it's not like necessary, but we like having a car on Marco Island too. Um, I, I agree. I think if we didn't have my parents to then drive to visit, like we, we would definitely consider not yeah. and doing like a car service. I I looked back, I think it was $35 a day to park um, at the Hilton. I will say they had nice, like a nice parking lot in front. They don't valet. You can, you can just drive up. That's nice. Drive, yeah, I know because I mean, sometimes the valet prices are. <laughs> the valet prices are annoying. And also it's like hard to get your car. You're like, I just want to pop yeah. out to like run to the grocery store or to like grab lunch. And then you got to like call down. So it is nice when you can just get your car whenever you want to. Yes. The parking lot is right in front. It's gated. They are very strict. Like when my parents would drive to come visit, you know, they did not want them parking there all day. Yeah. 
And so sometimes we had to have them park like across the street, um, which was fine. Um, you know, it's a safe, nice area. So, um, but and I, as you know, someone staying at the hotel, I appreciate that to know that there's always going to be space for those staying to park their cars. Yeah, that is good to know. Okay, so you chose the Hilton. Did you stay at the Hilton yeah, twice? We did. Okay, yeah. so tell us how you chose the Hilton initially. Um, I think, you know, we were looking definitely for something beachfront. At the time, the kids were even younger, you know, two or three years younger than what they are now. Um, we wanted something where we could literally just walk right onto the beach. Yeah. Um, we tend to be more hotel, um, lovers. uh, Some people love a VRBO much more. I don't mind the hotel room with the five of us. Um, you know, because most of the time at a place like that, we're going to be spending most of the time outside. Mm -hmm. And, And so... So you did know, you book one room? We did, uh-huh. yeah. And it's got Those like two queen beds or yes. something? Yes, okay. so the first time we did a um, ocean view with a, I think it was a partial ocean view um, queen queen room, two queens. Um, and the second time we did the full ocean view that had a balcony. And that I might- love an ocean view. And it's really breathtaking in Marco Island. Like that beach is so big. And I used to not want to go for like an ocean view because it is more expensive or whatever, but it is like so relaxing to open those shades and be like, oh my gosh, look where we are, especially there. Yeah, I I agree. The kids, we would a lot of times get, you know, just breakfast from the marketplace downstairs or, and a lot of times we will stop at a grocery and just get a few, you know, essential items, things we eat all the time for breakfast, like yogurt, and just sit on that balcony and enjoy the fresh air. So nice. It's so nice. Yes, it's lovely. So we loved uh, both of those rooms. I think I'd have to look back on the website. I think they're about the same size. They The nice thing, the, the rooms are are nice in size. We have definitely been in a few rooms with the five of us that felt very <laughs> cramped and mm-hmm. tight. These did not feel that way. Um, they had the two queen beds and then a, a sitting area with a nice couch. That is where Easton slept the second time. I think the first time we were still shoving him in the back in play. Love it. Um, but Do you remember the, if the couch pulled out or he just could, it didn't, but he could just sleep on it? because He could just sleep on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was more like a chase couch. Um, and, and it That's was perfect, perfect for a kid. Yeah. Him. Yes. Um. So, yeah, we were very happy with the the way the room was set up, the room size, and we we definitely loved the ocean view. Um, there are bigger and more spacious rooms there. That's probably the the first, the partial ocean view, I think, is like their first tier of rooms. Mm-hmm. And then the full ocean view is kind of second, and then they get more expensive from there. And I'm sure you can call for a cot. Like that's something that we've started doing more and more of. They're usually like a full twin bed mattress and we'll usually kind of shove that in a corner, which does take up space. But as the kids get older, that's definitely an option too that a lot of hotels seem to have. Yes. Um, I looked on their website. Sometimes I'll just, I think a lot of people forget um, when you know, someone talks about a hotel, they'll go look it up and they'll look at the price like for tomorrow. And it's like, well, that's Mm -hmm. obviously going to be really expensive. But if you look like six months out, you can get a better idea of when you're actually planning a trip six months out, what a rate might be. And I looked six months out. I will say I looked like in during the week, not on like a Saturday, but it looked Mm -hmm. like the rooms were like between 250 up to 390. And I'm sure seasonality plays into that. And it can go, I mean, Marco Island for sure has a ton of seasonality where during spring break, it's going to be way more expensive than it's going to be, you know, in September. Yeah. But yeah. it is for Marco Island, which is such a lovely destination. I do feel like it's a affordable, reasonable option on the island. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think um, the first time we went, so our the school our kids go to, they have this winter break in February every year. Um, and so the first time we visited was during February 
and in kind of early February, I think it was like the ninth through the 12th. Um, and we paid probably like once taxes and everything closer to $800 a night. And oh, really? That, yeah. Well, but it was over a weekend, you yeah. know, so like the weekend rates were a little higher than the Wednesday third. We went through maybe a Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah. And then it just adds up so much on yeah. those weekend dates. Yeah. Yes. I mean, once I, I did have a receipt from that trip that I found and overall the total cost was like uh 3300. Yeah, it's definitely an expensive destination. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. It it's in it is a nice area. Um the second time we went, I think we did the same around four nights, um but I couldn't I couldn't find that receipt for that. I do think it was a bit more expensive. Um A it was just last year. And B, um, it was over spring break. Yeah. And so they, you know, anything that you look at over a holiday break like that is usually much, you know, much more expensive. So I really loved going in that February break. It wasn't very crowded. Um, The weather was still nice in that pool. They have an outdoor, a very nice, large outdoor pool that is heated. So, you know, even though... It was cool enough that I didn't maybe want to get in the pool. My kids still loved it. Yeah. You know, they were in there the whole time if they weren't out at the beach. We have um, eaten by that pool. So I haven't stayed at this hotel, mm-hmm. but it's a great location. If you're like walking the beach, if you stay at another hotel or a VRBO, they have this lovely restaurant right by their pool. I yes. think it's called The Deck. And we will sometimes just pop up there for lunch or like an appetizer or whatever because they have this like lovely poolside and kind of like beachfront almost restaurant, which anyone can come up and eat at if you want to. For sure. Yes. We've eaten at that restaurant at least two or three times while we're there. I love their fish tacos. Yes. Um, They have like the typical peel and eat shrimp, grouper sandwich, fish tacos. So it's like a great spot if you need some of that like yummy Florida food. Yes, I agree. And, and, and every time we've had really good service, um, that first time we went in 2022, I mean, COVID was still pretty strong, you know, the restrictions, some of them were still in place. So the, the, staffing was probably a little less than, but this last time there was no staff issue and we had a, we had excellent service and the food was delicious, but. So let's stay at the hotel restaurants before we talk about like other restaurants on Marco Island. Um, Like you, we said, we talked about the deck, which is like their main restaurant. That's kind of Mm -hmm. right there by the pool. Was there any other like coffee bars, quick service restaurants, anything you did at the hotel from time to time? Yes. So they have a small market 560. Everything is like, it's like that restaurant is called the deck at 560 and they have a that beautiful outdoor deck, but they also have indoor dining that one evening when we went, um, it was pretty, it was pretty chilly that evening and windy. So we sat inside instead of outside. Um, so they have, you know, indoor options, but that on a nice, beautiful evening, that deck is amazing. Um, and then they have a bar attached on the outside and, and inside that you can get any type of drink while you're at the pool, walk up to it. You can also do chair service at the pool, um, like put up a flag and they'll. So I saw that on the website and I was like, wait, I feel like I haven't ever done that before anywhere. But I was reading that it said, if you want to put up your little flag, they'll come to you, which I was like, that's so genius because you're always like looking around for a server trying to flag them down. And I'm like, a flag, how genius. Yeah, they have little flags attached to the chairs, and my kids loved doing that. They're like another (laughs) smoothie, or you know, they had like little virgin smoothie drinks. Yes. Oh my gosh, those add up so fast. My kids love them too. (laughs) Yes, that was like their (laughs) most favorite thing to do every day. So Uh, that's cool. Yeah, and very convenient, you know, when they're playing and playing in the pool, and you're just sitting right there, or you can walk up to the bar if if. I guess if you feel like service is is it as fast as you want it to be, or if you just want to immediately go up there, um, and then inside they have a little marketplace um, where 
each morning we would usually have like our yogurts that we bought at the store and then go grab like coffees and a couple croissants or, or granola bars or something else um, from there. And it was great. It was, it was perfect for what we're, we are typically not heavy breakfast eaters. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of have the same type of thing as we'd probably have here. Um, and same with lunch and then do a nicer dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, but really the deck at 360 is the only like restaurant restaurant on property. We do the same thing as you guys um, in terms of grabbing stuff for our room, just because there's so many little mouths to feed. And what we'll do almost always now, even if we have a rental car, is I learned this from dance competition moms, but I will make an Instacart delivery like on my phone before we even leave. Like I'll figure it all out before we've left. It's just in a cart and it's already like, you know, in a Publix cart at the address like in Florida. So I've already like, because you can shop from anywhere and say, and it will say, you're pretty far from this destination. Are you sure (laughs) you want to? And then I'll kind of have it all in my head. You know, we'll get the same thing, like some little cereal cups or like a small, a couple small milks or yogurts. And then we'll also get all of our kids like favorite snacky things, chips, cheese, it's those things so that, you know, when they are hungry, we can just throw some of those things in a pool bag. And it's like, it kind of, you know, helps with the overall pool bill a little bit. Yes. Um, but so then when we land and we're actually en route towards the hotel, I'll press like check out. And then it's like, oh, so-and-so shopping for it. And then like two hours later, it arrives. So it's kind of while you're still in that unpacking mode and getting organized. And then, oh, your groceries are here. So that's oh. a trick I learned from my dance mom that I've like, it's just like nice to know that that is in route as you are in route. And then it all yes. kind of shows up and you can get organized and go play. That is genius. I, you know, because sometimes when you're coming in, it's late and and people are tired and you don't feel like stopping at the grocery store. And a couple of times we've stopped at the grocery store and our vehicle is already pretty packed. So then yes, like, of course, putting the groceries in with us, we're like, okay, who's going to hold this bag? Yeah, put this on your lap. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is genius. I will definitely um, take note of that move. Okay. So that. what other restaurants did you guys try on the island? There's so many good ones. And yeah. one of the perks of the Hilton is that it is right across the street from this, like, I don't even know if you would call it a strip mall, but this little kind of like cove of yeah. some of the best restaurants on Marco Island are all literally across the street. So that's like a huge perk. You can walk to dinner from the Hilton. Yes. I love the location of it. I mean, immediately across the street, immediately you just like walk across. There is, it's like a it's like a shopping center with a bunch of restaurants. Yeah. And um, we went, we walked over there two different times and each time in the evening they had live music going. Um, so it's just, a, just a really fun atmosphere. Um, there's an Alvin's as well. That we would usually just go and walk around in. Kids you know, love an Alvin's, get like a t-shirt. Love, or, yeah. love an Alvin's. There's so <laughs> yeah. many things. I mean, we could, we could spend a lot of time on there. If there was like a rainy day or something, we could easily spend a couple hours and they are just looking. Um, but yeah, several restaurants right across the street. Um, we tried Pinchers, um, which I, it was, it was it was great for what we wanted. Um, my parents came to visit. We easily got a seat. We didn't have to make a reservation. It's like um, quick, no frills seafood. We haven't yeah, eaten there, exactly. but I get every time I see it, I'm like, I get what it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's nothing fancy, but we had great service. You know, I had a good grouper sandwich. Um, it, yeah, it. I would say it's like equivalent to a Chick-fil-A, but seafood, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Similar, similar vibe. Um, and that was great for, for our large group when we did not have a reservation anywhere. Yeah. Reservations um, are kind of tricky on Marco. That is a tip for people. If you're going like definitely, if you're going on a popular week, make reservations like three or four weeks out. We actually mm-hmm. are going for spring break coming up. And my mom had reminded me, hey, if you guys want to go anywhere while you're here, you really need to make a reservation. And I made a reservation at one of our favorite restaurants, Oyster Society, which is more of kind of like a trendy, fun, more of like a date night spot, not necessarily like bring your whole family every single time. But 
the only reservation they had for the night we wanted was like the earliest was 815. And I was like, oh, wow, she was right. This was like three weeks out. So it definitely gets booked up down there. Yes. Uh, That's good to know. We haven't tried some of the nicer places around the property just because the kids' ages, you know. Um, but Oyster Society to- is like a spot that I would say it's more of like a date night spot or as the kids get older, it's kind of, but it's going to be expensive for a family. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have oysters and sushi rolls and really good fish wow. and music. And it's kind of, um, it, it's like a, a cool vibe. It could kind of hang in like a Chicago or New York, you know, type vibe, yeah. really good food. Um, so that's a fun spot. If you ever, you know, if you and your husband can ever get out for a little bit of time and just go on a date. That is a place we love, but needs a reservation. Or you can, they do have a good amount of bar seating. So okay. you can walk in and like sit at the bar there too. But that is right across the street from the Hilton. And it is probably one of the more popular restaurants on Marco Island. Great to know. We'll have to try that one. Um, and then I think we tried Da Vinci Pizza, which is also in that little area. Mm-hmm. And that was great. Um, one place though, that has, in my opinion, the best pizza, we, we do have, we do drive to it, but it's called Joey's Pizza yes, and Pasta. We've had it too. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it is so good. Yes. Yes. It is the crust. I just, it, it's like a homemade pizza. It, everything we've tried there has always been amazing. And I'm not sure if they deliver. I can't remember, but if they don't and you drive, it's still a great place. You could either go there or you could go pick it up and bring it back to like um, your room or the beach, or it's just a great, you know, easy way to feed a family, um, yes. have it on your balcony. Like we yes. have had it too, and we're all super Super pleased with it. And my mom is gluten-free and they have a great gluten-free pizza too, if people need that. So it's just a great option for families. Yes. Yeah. I We've always had a wonderful experience. They don't take reservations. I do think they deliver. Okay. But they Joey's don't take reservations. Yeah. But they do not take reservations. So we've always just, and a lot of times my parents go with us. So it's seven of us. Um, but we always just try to go on the earlier side, like Five five thirty at the latest. Yeah, and when we when we've done that, we have not had a problem getting a table. Um, you know, or waiting too long. But as we're sitting there, we start to see the people like you know it starting to get crowded up front and people waiting, and then the right. line, you know, the wait the wait times. I'm sure get pretty long. Um, but we've always had excellent food there, and it's a great casual spot for families, it's kind of loud in there. So with the kids, like, you know, it's just good. Great spot. Um, and then for sweets, we always go to sweet Annie's. Yep. Same shop. Yes. I love it. The kids, you know, that's like one of our, our babysitter is Annie. So they just like the first time we went, they loved that. Um, and we have one that has a peanut allergy and they were great, you know, like I just told them up front and they were great to get like a new carton and a new dipper, you know, they're very, they're very friendly of the, his allergy and that's good to know. And sweet Annie's is just in that same complex, just kind of around the corner, right? Yes. Yeah. It is. It's, uh, we did drive. Okay. It, It might I would have to look on a map. It may be walkable. There is, I think, another ice cream shop in that same marketplace. Um, But Sweet Annie's is down the road just a little bit. Okay. Um, But but totally worth it. Yeah. And and there's like, it's like a candy shop attached to with all of this old school type of candy. And it's like so nostalgic going looking through some of that. Candy that I remember as a child, you know, my kids will be like, what's this? I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen these forever. I know. I love an old school candy shop. It's so fun. Yeah. So if you don't want ice cream or you have like a terrible, you know, dairy intolerance, I do, I'm, I do think they had some non-dairy alternatives, um, because our middle has trouble with dairy. She just doesn't tolerate it very well. It's not like she can't have it, but she just doesn't. So, um, they had, I mean, they had so many flavors and options, but if you didn't want 
any ice cream at all. They had a ton of candy options as Yeah, well. it's a fun spot, like, to end the night with a family yes. and kids. Yes. So those were ours. Um, any other restaurants? Yeah, I'm going to share some of our favorites for families especially. Um, so these are a drive, but Mangoes or CJ's on the Bay, they're in that Esplanade area. I don't know if you guys have ever explored it, but it's like the Esplanade, I think I'm saying that right, docks. Um, and you okay. kind of drive and park and it's a really pretty place to like hang out with the family because you can walk along the water and there's a ton of nice boats docked. It's really pretty at sunset. Um, and you can kind of look at all the boats and kids can kind of run around. And then there's a handful of nice restaurants right there on the water. Um, like on the bay. So one's called Mangoes and one called CJ's. They're both super family friendly, great menus. I wouldn't say they're like the best of the best restaurants in the world, but you can get great food. You can get our kids have gotten like they love fettuccine Alfredo. It's so funny. But everything from like fettuccine Alfredo to great seafood, just like an easy, quick um, family restaurant. Have you been to that Esplanade area? We have not. So okay. I'll, that's I'll definitely. Note that, note and there's that. like a parking garage kind of. So it's like an okay. easy place to park um, and just kind of run around. Um, it is like an eight-minute car ride north from the Hilton. I looked that right. up. Um, and then our absolute favorite, I had Joey's Pizza on here for easy carryout delivery, or now I know from you that it's easy to eat at too if you go early enough. Um, but by the same owners as Joey's Pizza is Doreen's for mm. brunch. It is the best brunch on the island. We try to go every time. It's called Doreen's. And it is like a five-minute car ride or a two-mile walk from the Hilton. So it'd probably be a car ride with a family. But um, it's super popular. They do not take reservations. So you got to get up and go because the line, there's just tons of people waiting outside. Okay. But I mean, it is, you know, one of those typical delicious brunch spots where just everything's amazing. We've gotten so many yeah. things on the menu and it is, it's great for a group. There's plenty of seating. Um, but if you go too late, you will have to wait. Okay. Noted. But that's a good one. And then my last one, which just recently reopened, which is so exciting, is Snook Inn, which is an island staple. Um, it was an island staple, and then it got completely destroyed in the hurricane that came through. Okay. They had to rebuild it completely. Um, and it's like back and better than ever. It is such a vibe. It is like a thatched roof, outdoor, like almost completely outdoors um, bar and seafood restaurant. And it is just happening. There's like live music. There's a million people there. It's like all the best, like, you know, you're going to get like fried fish in a basket type food, Perfect. um, but like grouper sandwiches and fish tacos. And I do feel like you could go there with a family with kids. Um, I think the later in the evening it gets, it gets a little mm -hmm. bit more rowdy. Um, but it just has so much seating that it's okay. like a fun place to just, if you want to be outside, it's beautiful weather, go at like four 30 or five. And, um, yeah, that's, a, that's a really cool, um, like Island staple that I feel like everyone should try at some point. Okay. That will be on our, our list for next time for sure. Okay, we've covered off on food. So let's talk about other than beach and pool, which is obviously one of the main reasons we go to Marco Island. Um, yes. Is there anything else that you guys have done on the island, exploring the island, any activities? Not not really there. Um, we're typically just more of a low-key, you know, and, and each time we've only stayed four days. So I feel like we can pull and beach it that many days What's like a typical day for you guys, like from start to finish there? Yeah, well, we will typically have like a leisurely breakfast, head down to the beach, maybe walk around a little, go back to the pool, you know, and, and just alternate between those two places. Sometimes take a break, like after lunch, go back into the hotel or walk across the street. Um, at the Hilton, there is... They, they don't have a kids club, but they did have a ton of activities for the kids throughout the day. I Typically, love that kind of stuff, like poolside yeah. or beachside type activities. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Usually it was poolside. They would have either games. The first time we went, it wasn't as much, I think, because of COVID still. They still had some restrictions, but they would like set out like um, stuff to make bracelets or um, they had like little stuffed animals they could color uh, and that we brought home. And that, that was, I mean, wonderful. Just something to break up 
the pool and beach a little bit um, was really nice. Um, so they we we did a couple different crafts and things by the pool area, um, and then a lot of times we will go visit my parents. So we will drive up to Naples, which is about a forty minute drive. Um, not quite as far for them. They are on the south um, east side, but um, we'll we will drive up and visit them and hang out with them. Um, one evening we did go to like the main strip in Naples, which was so beautiful. Yeah, Naples um, is great. Gorgeous. They have the lights, you know, and um, it was just so full of life and tons of restaurants and cute little shops and we had already had dinner so we mainly just went to like walk around they had people playing music kind of in the square area and um we grabbed i think some ice cream and just sat and enjoyed you know being outside and and hanging out so that was lovely and not you know it's not a super close drive, but it's not. Yeah. If you have a car and if you want to explore going to Naples is like a great way to like spend an afternoon or an evening. Yes. Yeah. And I I know the hotel offers some different water activities and tours. So anything you guys did? Yeah. So there are some things that we love to do. Um, One is this is more for if it's a rainy day and you're just like, I we've got to do something. Mm-hmm. The arcade at the JW Marriott is called 10K Alley, and you can go there if you're not a guest of the JW Marriott. Mm. Um, it's on, I think, the fifth floor, I believe. It's actually funny because the JW has two sides. One is a family-friendly side, and one's an adults-only side. And this arcade's actually towards the adults-only side, but it's family-friendly. So it's kind of okay. confusing, but... It's called 10K Alley and it is massive. Like you walk in and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. And also like, it's going to cost me some money. Um, (laughs) But you get the little cards, you know, the little plastic cards, you kind of load them up and then there's, it's just massive. There's skee-ball, there's all the arcade games. There's even a little mini like nine whole putt-putt course, or it's like kind of a glow in the dark putt-putt course. Um, I believe there's even like some bowling in the back that you can um, sign up for. And there is a huge restaurant and bar in there too. So you can definitely spend mm-hmm. hours. You can eat dinner there. You can get drinks while the kids are running around. It's like I said, it's at the JW. So it's not cheap, but it is a way to kind of spend a few hours, especially if it's raining or if you just need to mix it up. I think yeah. 10K Alley is a great thing to do. And then um, another thing we love is Marco Golf and Garden, the little putt putt course on Marco. Have you guys ever done that? We have not. Okay, it is sweet love it, and though. simple. It is not one of the ones that has like the windmills and all the moving things. So at first, I was kind of like, "Oh, are we gonna like this?" But it is um, landscaped by a gardening company. So it is like this gorgeous landscaping, gorgeous flowers and shrubs, really well-maintained. I feel like most putt-putt places are a little run down. This one is really pretty and there's some water running through it. And so again, it's just like a super sweet way. This place is not expensive. It is like walk up to the window. I don't remember what it is, but it's like four or seven bucks a person. Um, You get your colored ball and your putt-putter. and then at the end, you there's like a little um, ice cream um, freezer, you know, where you open it up and there's the six different types of bars and our kids always, and it's like a dollar or two to get one. So we always, almost, it's becoming a tradition. We always go putt-putt there and then they get a little ice cream bar at the end. Um, and it's just sweet and simple. They've got like free water outside where they're eating the ice cream, which always helps because I'm like, whenever we have ice cream, our kids need water and then we don't have water. So yeah. it's just, it's a great place to stop, Marco Golf and Garden. Okay. Highly recommend that one. Yes. Um, And then this one's kind of random, but more for people who have little littles, but Mackle Park is like a huge park with tons of playgrounds and just a big spot to run around. So especially if you've got those littles where you're like, we need to burn some energy on a playground Mm -hmm. and you're there for a long period of time and you've done beach so many days in a row, Mackle Park is another um, spot that we really like. And then getting out on the water, which is a little bit more expensive, but so, so relaxing. Um, have you guys gotten out on the water down there yet? We did once with my parents. Um, I don't recall like who we went with or yeah, there's so many. Yeah. Um, so there's a ton, but one that I'll just mention is that 
there's this company called Marco Island Water Sports. And I'll put this website in the show notes. It's MarcoIslandWaterSports.com. But they have this boat ride called the Calusa Spirit. It's C-A-L-U-S-A, Calusa Spirit. And they pick up for their day, for their little water, um, day on the water trips from the Hilton and the JW Marriott and Marriott Crystal Shores, which are three of the main hotels right there on the waterfront, like they pull up to the beach and you kind of walk out to the beach, you see it sitting there and you just kind of wade through the water and hop on. Like it's so easy. It's almost mind blowing. And they take you to this little island and you go shelling. You can bring shell bags or they have them for sale. They even have worked with the hotels where if you get on and you're just in your swimsuit and cover up, you can bill it to your room. I'm like, you guys have a very smart business model. You can build the shell bags. They have water and Gatorades that you can like build to your room. Um, so it's just very easy for like a family. You don't have to get anywhere. Um, and you can book it through the hotel, but I think it might even be cheaper to book it on the website and just Mm -hmm. say you're going to be picked up. Um, you might want to double check, but so that is like a great way. And it, it just feels like you're so remote. You go to this Island, you can go swimming. Our kids like love swimming off the Island and it, it's so fun to get out on the water, especially when you just walk down the beach from your hotel and hop on the boat. It's yeah. like a three hour. You don't have to drive anywhere, park yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And um, that's amazing. Almost every single time we've seen dolphins, whether or not some some of the tours are dolphin watching tours. Some are, but it there are just dolphins everywhere down there, and you always get to yes. see them. <laughs> yes, I I almost mentioned that earlier. Like almost every time we've been out at the beach, we have spotted dolphins out yeah. there. They're yes. just kind of everywhere. So when you go out on the water, you definitely, that's like almost a guaranteed. Oh, I did write down awful. the prices because I don't think it's too bad for, I mean, getting out on the water or renting a boat is always going to be expensive. Um, so these trips, it's $75 for a kid and $90 for an adult. So okay. it's under a hundred bucks for a ticket, um, which I feel like a lot of things are getting up to be that price. But so anyhow, that is how much it is to get out on the water with this particular one. There are tons of companies. You can just do a quick search. Um, okay. I have to mention this one too, before we close another fun way to get on the water is there's this really cute Island called Kiwaden. It's spelled K E E W A Y D I N. It's an Island a little bit North of Marco Island, but it is so cute. It's extremely remote. Again, you can go swimming, shelling, but they have these Instead of food trucks, they're food boats that are parked there and they have incredible food. I'm not even lying. I had a cheeseburger from it and it was like a legit cheeseburger in paradise. It was like <laughs> so well made, so delicious. They've got fries, they've got grouper sandwiches, just tons of like lunch type foods. And then there's another truck that sells ice cream. It's like, or it's not a truck, it's a boat, but it looks like a food truck. It's floating. Um, and so you can walk up to these little food trucks and you can spend an afternoon just like, shelling, swimming, getting your lunch. A lot of locals or people with boats will pull their boats up to Kiwade and you can see them just kind of like parked up on the sand. So it's kind of a cool local spot too. Um, and That's there awesome. is a shuttle. It's called the Hemingway Water Shuttle um, that it picks up near that Snook Inn I had talked about. It's called the mm-hmm. Rose Marina. So if you can get to the Rose Marina, you can take the Hemingway Shuttle over to Kiwade for the day and then back. Um, there's other like I said, tons of boat companies that will take you out there, but there is this cool little shuttle that you just kind of hop on. Um, I'm sure you have to buy a ticket, but another fun way to get on the water is to go visit Kiwaden for a little bit and get some food from a floating food boat. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. There was also like a fireball bar boat situation and our <laughs> boat captain had said, yeah, I'm not sure he is licensed to be, but she's like, he always shows up and no one's complaining. So there's also yeah. like a bar boat situation. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, okay. Well, I don't want to keep you too long and I love how much we have covered, but as we close this Marco Island conversation, um, how would you describe just kind of the general vibe of this trip and Marco Island in general, if someone's like thinking about trying it out? Yes. Um, I would say that we will definitely do it again. You know, just going down there, like you mentioned at the beginning, you're almost always going to have nice weather. You know, it's not guaranteed, but my parents have been down there several winters now and it's nice enough to definitely be outside, likely in your bathing suit. You may or may not want to get in the water, but just like seeing that much sunshine uh, 
when you're live in the Midwest. Colder, or, colder areas. Exactly. It's just so lovely. Um, everywhere we went felt very well-maintained and clean and family-friendly, but like you said, not overly family-friendly. Like, we don't always want to go where there are just, like, thousands of kids, you know? Um, So I I felt like the hotel itself, there was the good mix of couples and also families. um, And and same with the restaurant situation. I feel like there's a good mix of nicer, more upscale dining or very casual, relaxed dining that's family friendly. Um, they do have a spa at the Hilton that I have not tried yet, but I hope to. Put it on your list. <laughs> yes, it's on the list. And as the kids get older, hopefully that's just a little easier, you know, to sneak away. Um, but yes, I, I think this, I mean, I think the area is a very lovely place to visit. Yes. I feel like it has just this, kind of like you said, this nice upscale, clean vibe. And I love Florida, all parts of Florida. I've been to so many different parts of it. And some of Florida has that old Florida feel, which Mm -hmm. is also cool and great and has its own charm. But this feels, this doesn't have that old Florida feel. It has more of like, I just love that main um, drive collier where like the palm trees are so tall and it just looks like, I I don't know if high end is the right word, but just kind of like nice and well-maintained and pretty and calm. It's a great place to go have fun with your family, but it also is relaxing. It is not like there's not a million arcades and a million go-kart places or anything like that. It is. You're not fighting traffic. Like it, it, yes, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Well, you are so sweet to join me and talk about Marco Island. And hopefully I will be able to interview another time about a different destination. There you go. Yes. I I love, I mean, I, we do love to travel and it is just so nice to see other parts of the U S and world. And yeah, yeah. I love that you're doing this and I got several tips from you for great. Yes. Our next time, some good restaurants and we'll definitely try one of those boat the maybe the boat that you walk out to that's just so convenient you know yes. like things like that. I like just easy things where we don't have to plan a lot of like getting in the, how long is it going to take to get the car and park and get to the place that sounds lovely well thank you so much for being here and maybe next time we'll end up in Marco Island at the same time and we I can hang out that. <laughs> that would be amazing thank you so much Kelsey That wraps up another episode of Trip Tales. If you have a trip you'd like to share about on the podcast, email me at triptalespodcast at gmail.com and I'll add you to the schedule. Also, be sure to follow the show so that you don't miss any upcoming vacation destinations. And if you have an extra minute in your day, please leave a review for the podcast. It helps more than you could imagine. Thank you so much and I'll see you on the next episode of Trip Tales.